everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of Adopting Wellness. I'm Laura. And I'm Katie. (laughs) And we're so excited to be on this journey with everybody. Um, this today's episode, we're gonna do some introductions of ourselves and also the podcast. Talk a lot of little about our mission and values, um, and then later on, we'll talk through our what our personal focus is for wellness over the next three months, just so you guys can kind of join in on our journey with us. So, Katie, can you tell us a little bit about yourself for those that may not know you? Oh, sure. Firstly, I just want to say that I'm paranoid that you can hear me breathing (laughs) because I'm so afraid of this microphone. Okay. Yes. Uh, My name is Katie Gagel and I am a Korean adoptee. I grew up in Louisville, Kentucky and where I currently reside. And I have a puppy named Luna. She is my world. And yeah, I'm so excited to do this, especially with my BFF, Laura, and just really excited because this feels like the next chapter of my life anyway. So it's, it's just very timely. I don't know if I did a proper intro, but that's what you get. Well, right we're now. certainly going to get to know us as time goes on too, right? So It's true. It's true. <laughs> so I'm just going to pass it back to you, Laura. Okay. Well, hello. I'm Laura Summers. Um, I am a domestic infant adoptee, same race. Um, and my adoption was private and closed. So I was born in Oklahoma in 1984. And... Um, yeah, my, my adoption is technically still closed, um, but I am in reunion and I'm, I'm entering the fourth year, coming up on the fourth year of reunion. Um, and it's, it's, it's a good experience for me. It's been really healing. So um, I'm sure we'll talk about that as well in the podcast, but that's us. So yay. <laughs> We're both was, so excited. That was such a good intro. <laughs> <laughs> Well, also, also Laura and I are only a month apart. Yes. Yeah. We're only a month apart. Yeah. We have very close birthdays. And I think what we have found about being friends and being adopted is there's so there's infinite similarities to our personalities and, um, um, our, a lot of our struggles and experiences, um, some of them have really overlapped and the ones that haven't, I think we've both seen that as a really like enriching way of, of like deepening our friendship, right? Like learning about each other and learning about those parts of adoption that are very different being a domestic and an international adoptees. Those are different experiences. So anyway, and I just want to add, we met each other on Instagram. Uh Uh-huh. We sure did. Pandemic times. We three years ago. Crazy. I know. That is crazy. And we've yeah. met in person. Yep. And it's just been a treasure. It has been. It's been part of the reason we wanted to do this podcast is because of our friendship, you know, and yeah. just like yeah. that community we found with each other. But knowing that there are so many adoptees out here, like especially Katie and I have had this conversation so many times that. There are adoptees all over the country, all over the world that 
don't have other adoptees in their close circles. And so we're hoping that this podcast can be, you know, maybe a, an opportunity for you to find community, find other adoptees and and connect with us. We're both, like Katie said, we're on Instagram. We'll always have our Instagram links and um, everything down below in the, in the podcast info um, underneath the episode. So um, if you want to connect with us, we love that. We love community. It's true. Well, that is a great segue into taking us to our mission statement. So Laura and I were very formal, which is not our style. <laughs> really not. I don't know where this came from, but we knocked <laughs> this out in like 40 minutes. It was like, here's our we mission did. statement. It's crazy. We killed it. We killed it. So our mission statement of this podcast is to extend an invitation to adoptees to examine and learn more about self-care, wellness, and mental health through lived experiences and interviews with adoptee professionals. I mean, it's a really long sentence with a lot of words in it, but I feel like we hit everything because wellness is not just one thing. It's not just physical health. It's mental health. It's being able to take care of yourself in healthy ways, um, being able to have self-awareness. It's a lot of things. So we wanted to cover it. It's very general, but also very narrow in what we're going to be talking about every episode. Absolutely. That we have connected in a lot of ways as friends over how different navigating wellness is as an adoptee. Um, we have some of those, you know, common scenarios, like we were talking earlier about, you know, when you go to the doctor's office and you have to fill out those health background or, or family history forms, um, you know, they don't have a space usually for not having access to that kind of information and just things like that, that are really unique to the adoptee experience, um, that all of us have to navigate. And, um, we just, we want to, we want to leave lots of space to talk about all those things. Yeah. Laura, do you want to talk about the core values? Yes, <laughs> I will talk about the core values. Um, so we have three of them. The first is we believe in order to discuss the adoptee lived experience, we must acknowledge the systemic issues impacting all of us. You want to talk about mm -hmm. that one a little bit? Yeah. So I think when we were discussing at the core of what we want this to be, we realized that there is a discussion about adoption. There's this narrative. There are several narratives, but the main one is this positive adoption narrative where it's adoption is a miracle. It's amazing. It's Love. all of these things. Yeah. And from an adoptee perspective, fully acknowledging that adoption starts and begins with trauma, being separated from family, and whether it's conscious or not in a memory, it still lives in us. And so we wanted that to be our first core value because we have to acknowledge that. You yeah. have to... We have to 
be able to say this is this is the foundation of where we come from and what we will talk about in the future. So, yeah, that was we, really important to us. For sure. Yeah, we we don't want to focus we don't want to focus too much on the why we were adopted, but I think we have to acknowledge that, you know, there are financial implications for families putting kids up for adoption. There is um, housing implications. There are, you know, every systemic problem we have in this country, adoption really lies at the intersection of all of those things. Most people we know don't come to adoption as a first um, first choice for for dealing with a pregnancy. And so, um, you know, it, it feels like the authenticity that we want to bring to this podcast, we have to start with acknowledging the, the full truth. And those things are, are a part of that. Mm-hmm. You're so good at this. Ah, please edit so that out, Patrick. This. Oh my God. Yep, it's staying in. <laughs> Yuck. Okay. okay. Do the second one. Uh, all right. We believe in the power of community and every adoptee voice is unique and valuable. Amen to that. Mm. That's pretty mm. stands on its own. It's true. Everyone it's gets true. to have whatever perspective they want. We are not mm-hmm. here to dictate that. We are, you know, and, but, and everyone brings value. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And the final one is we believe that self-care and wellness requires regular individual and systemic evaluation in order to address a person's ever-changing needs. And what we mean by that, I think, is as we grow and as we change, our needs change and the systems and the the people around us change. And so therefore, we're always going to have to be reflecting on what do we need right now? Um, what does the community need right now? Right? Because that's a part of our system. So so we're, mm-hmm. we're hopeful that this can be a very intentional practice for, for Katie and I, of course, but also for our community and how can we address the needs of all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's our mission statement and our core values. So now you understand why we're doing this and who it's for and really what are, you know, where are we going in the future? Yeah. So we're really excited. So excited. Do you, should we talk a little bit maybe about how we're going to formulate the episodes every month? Sure. So this this shorter episode that you're getting that's just Katie and I, we're going to have one of those in the, towards the beginning or first or second week of the month where we talk about our own personal journeys more and we kind of dive deep into whatever the focus is that we've said. And the longer episodes, do you want to talk about those? Yeah. So the longer episodes will be with a guest and it will take a deep dive into the topic that is discussed in the 30-minute episode. And yeah, we really want to, we really hope, I think, to show that wellness can be so many things. It can go so outside of what what we really see in our minds. and. We want to bring other adoptees along to not only share their stories, but 
to also hopefully prompt other people to to really start digging deep into why it's important to take care of yourself and why we want to take care of ourselves and i think ultimately if you can be if you can strive to be more self-aware of yourself i think that's always a healthy thing and hopefully that's what you will gain when we have the the guests on our show yeah and i think a lot of us spend so much of our lives thinking that whatever struggle we have is like we're the problem, right? Mm. And one of the things that Katie and I really want to take time and unpack is this is a shared, a lot of this is a shared experience or similar experience that that we're carrying due to that uh, adoption trauma and what that means for you to like walk through life and carry that, how that changes the experience of, you know, trying to take care of yourself because we know it does. Um, so we're passionate about keeping it real, if you will. <laughs> and uh, part of how I think I think adoptees become such fast friends is we don't have to explain all of these things. Mm. But I think Katie and I are going to try. <laughs> We're going to try to be <laughs> somewhat explicit about the experience. Yeah, so. it's true. And Laura and I really wanted... To not only have a podcast where we're talking about it, we also want to talk about our own goals in real time and how want to be about it too. <laughs> yeah, like want to walk how walk. do you? Yeah, how do you implement these things and and what works for you and what doesn't? And we hope that that engages you all to come with us on this journey. Um, Laura, do you want to talk about some of your goals that you want to work on? Yeah. Long-term wise, Katie and I kind of talked about when we are, we're going to have, you know, shorter term topics for every month that we're diving deep into with other adoptees in that interview. But one of the things we wanted to do for us in our journey is really dive into one area of our lives for three months and these shorter episodes, unpack some of that. And the biggest one for me right now is mindfulness and just practice the practice of being present. Hmm. It's always been hard for me to live fully in the present moment and not either get caught up in the past or get frantic about what needs to happen in the future. Um, and so I'm working hard at the practice of just being really, um, which if any of you have ever tried anything like meditation or my, I mean, like, like full disclosure, I'm terrible at it. Like I can't <laughs> do any of that. I hate it. I don't like being still. Mm. Um, when I, when I sit with my mind, my mind immediately goes to like the to-do list. Right. Or mm -hmm. I'm just like, Oh, does my son need something? Oh, does my, you know, does the dog need to be walked? Whatever. And so just the practice of just leaning into the present and trusting that um, everything will be okay. Hmm. It's hard. It is hard. It's hard to sit with yourself. Mm. 
Yes. And that's what I'm going to practice. So my commitment to myself is to try to practice some form of mindfulness um, at least five days a week. Ooh. I'm not giving myself a, a time because some days I may have two minutes. Some days I may have 30, depending. Um, just just want to try to practice. And I have a book. I'm actually going to implement this book in our longer form podcast episodes. We are going to end with a mindfulness activity. So you all are welcome to join me on those <laughs> mindfulness <laughs> activities. But it's a book. Um, and I will, again, this will, this will be down below if you're interested in it, but it's a, it's a, uh, mindfulness for trauma informed mindfulness is what it's called. And so it's specifically mindfulness exercises for people that are carrying trauma, um, which Mm. I think, you know, it, it's different. We keep saying that, but it's true. Katie, what Mm. is your long-term focus? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So people that know me know that my health journey has been awful for the existence of my life. Okay. So that's just like full transparency. I was diagnosed with diabetes, type 2 diabetes in 2008. I have a whole slew of of health stuff. And to be quite honest, I didn't realize how closely tied my physical health was to my mental health until, you know, maybe five, 10 years ago. I just had no idea. And I also didn't realize that it was tied to this, this ongoing voice in my head that said, you're not worthy to be taken care of. So if, and, and at the core, it was, if your birth mom didn't think that you were worthy to be taken care of, why should you? And so that was kind of a program running in the background in my brain. And I was not conscious of it. And I really dug deep with my therapist a couple of years ago. And I remember it was, I was struck with tears and I don't just spontaneously cry normally. And I promise I'm getting to my goal, but all of this has to have context. So I realized that's why I don't want to take care of myself or even worse that's why i don't even care enough because life is just really hard it's so hard and when mm. you've struggled every day of your whole life to just do the daily norm stuff it's really difficult to have the motivation to really put your health first well and putting the diabetes care first is its own beast, right? What I know about it. It's not, it's not like, Oh, you need to exercise every once in a while. This is a, this is a big commitment. Yes. And honestly, it, it was like, I couldn't do all of it. I could do some of it. I could take my pills, but I couldn't do the insulin. I could exercise for a month, but really couldn't eat well. 
So it was just always so overwhelming. And and like Laura said, diabetes is very much a life change. And it's not something where you can just <laughs> you can just take a pill and you're you're done. So my long-term goal is to continue on this path of taking all of my medications and being consistent, which is probably the most difficult thing that I, I encounter is that I, I have a difficult time being consistent with anything. So with that in mind, I have been, I, something shifted in November and I really started to take all of my medication to really start taking care of myself and, and even switch jobs because I, I knew that I wouldn't be able to do it on the type of schedule that I had. And I am feeling really good mentally about being consistent for several months. So that is my long-term goal. I say all that to say, this is my long-term goal to continue on this path to making healthy decisions for myself my physical, my mental, emotional health. I think I think it's crucial that backstory that you're giving because I think that's how all of these are. And we talked about this when we talked about having the podcast, right? Is is when you have goals, wellness goals, they're all tied to each other. You yeah. know that physical impacts mental, that mental impacts um, you know, emotional, all of that. And so I I actually love that you're giving this context because I think it's it's so important to, and and it keeps you on track. It's not just like, oh, I I need to just tick this box and take this pill or whatever. Like you said, it there's a deeper reason. Yeah, that, yeah, love that. It can get it can get overwhelming with with wellness. I mean, having to be conscious of the mental, the physical, the emotional aspects, and it it is exhausting, and so. It's it's okay to just take a little bite of one aspect and just incorporate it. See how you like it. And if you hate it, then don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to be so transparent about what we hate. <laughs> <laughs> we're really good at that. I'm just saying. We're excellent it's at true. hating it's things. True. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. 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 No, we definitely are. We... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, because because ultimately the point of my of uh, of our goals and any any wellness goal should be to live a happier, better life, right? And mm. so, if all you're doing your whole life is trying to manage and check off boxes, right? Yeah, you're not living. And so the like the point of this is actually like, can we live our lives while we're doing this and not make this, you know? A, can we can we make this easier on ourselves? Can we enjoy the process? Can we not yes. do this alone? Yes. That's key. I think that is the key to successfully having wellness in your life is not doing it alone. Mhm. And I think back on all of my history of medical history, I've done everything alone. And, and it's, 
And as adoptees, we do really hard things alone. Most of them alone. Yep. Yes. All of these milestones in our lives. Very often we do alone. And and I think that is crucial and key and why it's important for us, for Laura and I, to do this podcast together because (laughs) we have each other and we have you all. And we hope that you will feel that community with you as we continue talking about these things and also doing these things. Absolutely. We really want to find ways to live this together, all of us. And um, one of the things... Oh, Winnie's saying hello. She says hi. <laughs> By the way, I forgot to mention Winnie. I think I think that's why she's mad right now because you talked about Dang. Luna and I didn't mention. You I didn't did. mention my dog. Um, yeah. But anyway, so... One of the ways I'm I'm hoping that we get people involved is when we do post what our longer interview is about and the topic that we will be discussing with that person, that we provide people opportunities to put questions in um, through Instagram to us that you want that person to answer around that topic or something you want us to talk about, whatever that looks like, because we really want this to be interactive. And I, I know Katie and I both believe that we've learned so much from this community and all those different facets that people bring from their experience only enrich this process. So, yeah, it's true. It's true. We're all building blocks. Fantastic. Well, (laughs) should we talk about what our longer episode is going to be about this month? Yes. Go ahead. Okay. Well, we are going to, by this point, you will have already seen who we're having on the podcast, I would think, right? When we post this one. I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Just winging it. Winging it here, people. (laughs) I would assume we would put a post up of who we're having. Um, Sure. We are going to have the lovely Jen Chapman on with us, who is an incredible creative planning mind. Um, She has an Instagram account um, called Chappy Plans and a YouTube channel where she shares how she uses organization and, and memory planning and things like that. And Jen has shared personally with Katie and I that that is really tied to her her wellness, her mental health, and has been a really big um, part of her journey. So we wanted to have her on to talk more about that um, and just about organization in general. Um, did I miss anything? Yes. What do you think? No, that was a perfect setup. Excellent. Fab. Awesome. Well, we're done. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Cue the outro. I hope Patrick keeps all of this in. <laughs> he probably will. <laughs> and we didn't even um, mention that Patrick is our amazing. Yeah, producer. that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> so we actually have a team of people on this Adopting Wellness podcast. And so we want to shout out Patrick Armstrong, who you know as Patrick in the world on every social media platform. And he is our producer. And we also have Kay Leonard. And she will be doing our social media. So we are so excited. We're so excited to support adoptees and we're so in oh and charlotte carbone also did 
all of the design work. So we are just so excited to have so many amazing, creative, talented adoptees be a part of this podcast. Yeah, so we already shout feel out. Community. Yes, we love all of you. Um, yes. And we hope that we can grow from there, you know, and see where it's things true. take us. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, thanks for joining thanks, us. Thanks yeah. for joining. We're super excited and can't wait to release this first episode. Crazy. A little scared, but mostly excited. It's totally fine. And we'll see this everybody later in the month when we get to talk to the beautiful Jen Chapman. Can't wait. It's true. Be it's true. Okay. okay. Goodbye. Goodbye, friends. Bye.